Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, June 8th. U.S. equities were lower, unable to carry over the resiliency seen yesterday amid the continued flurry of headwinds. Inflation remained the major source of contention to foster economic growth concerns as the Fed and other central banks tighten monetary policies to try to combat the pricing pressures. Housing activity remains hampered by the recent spike in interest rates, with mortgage applications falling for a fourth straight week. Meanwhile, wholesale inventories for April were revised higher. On the earnings front, Campbell Soup topped estimates along with Thor Industries, but Scott's miracle Grow lowered its guidance and Dow Component Intel offered cautious commentary. In other equity news, Western Digital announced that it is reviewing potential strategic alternatives. Treasuries were lower, applying upward pressure on yields, and the U.S. dollar ticked higher to add to a recent rally. While crude oil prices continued to push higher and gold gained ground. Europe was mostly lower ahead of tomorrow's monetary policy decision from the European Central Bank, and Asia finished mixed after India's central bank raised rates by a larger amount than anticipated. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 269 points, or 0.8%, to 32,911. The S&P 500 Index declined 45 points, or 1.1%, to 4,116. And the NASDAQ Composite lost 89 points, or 0.7%, to 12,086. In moderate volume, 4.1 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.6 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil moved $2.70 higher to $122.11 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased $3.60 to $1,855.70 per ounce, and the dollar index gained 0.2% to 102.56. In equity news on Wednesday, Campbell Soup Company, ticker symbol CPB, reported adjusted fiscal third quarter earnings per share of 70 cents above the 61 cent faxed estimate as revenues rose 7% year over year to $2.1 billion north of the street's forecast of $2 billion. Campbell Soup reaffirmed its full year earnings per share guidance and modestly raised its revenue outlook. The company said it expects continued strong demand for its portfolio of trusted brands and limited price elasticities amidst a heightened inflationary environment, as well as continued supply recovery and improved service levels. Campbell Soup also warned that it expects core inflation to exceed prior estimates for the balance of the year and that its margins will see pressure despite ongoing mitigating actions such as net price realization, productivity improvements, and cost savings initiatives. Shares were higher. Thor Industries, ticker symbol THO, posted fiscal third quarter earnings per share of $6.32, well above the expected $4.77 with revenues rising 34.6% year-over-year to $4.7 billion, topping the projected $4.2 billion. The recreational vehicle, or RV maker, said it continues to make progress in managing and fulfilling its RV order backlog, which it says is still elevated and is indicative of healthy long-term demand for its RV products. 
The company also noted that it is seeing signs of improved supply chain issues, but it does not expect inventory levels to return to more historically normal levels until early in calendar 2023. Shares traded higher. Western Digital, ticker symbol WDC, was in focus after the data storage company announced that it is reviewing potential strategic alternatives aimed at furthering optimizing long-term value for its shareholders, including options for separating its Flash and HDD franchises. Shares lost ground. Scott's miracle Grow company, ticker symbol SMG, saw pressure after the company lowered its full-year earnings and sales outlooks, citing above-average declines in lawn fertilizer and grass seed, which are more susceptible to poor spring weather. Scott's miracle Grow said it lowered its guidance despite a strong recovery in May for its core lawn and garden brands. And Dow member Intel, ticker symbol INTC, finished lower after the chipmaker's management offered commentary at a Bank of America conference yesterday that has analysts concerned about the company's second quarter and second half results. Intel noted that demand, inventory, and impact of the lockdowns in China are much worse than what had been anticipated coming into the quarter. The S&P 500 volatility has continued this week, getting only a one-week reprieve after seven straight weeks of declines earlier this quarter that have come as investors continue to grapple with the ultimate implications of persisting inflation pressures and expectations of an aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening campaign. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest mid-year outlook, U.S. Stocks and Economy, How sharp counter-trend rallies may continue this year, but aggressive Fed policy, the turning of the liquidity tide, and slower economic growth will likely keep pressure on stocks. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. You can read all of our market commentary, including our seven investing strategies to prepare for bear markets, on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, the MBA Mortgage Application Index declined 6.5% last week, following the prior week's decrease of 2.3%. The index was down for a fourth week as a 5.6% drop in the refinance index was accompanied by a 7.1% fall for the purchase index. The string of losses continued as the average 30-year mortgage rate rose 7 basis points to 5.40% and is up 225 basis points versus a year ago. April wholesale inventories grew 2.2% month-over-month, upwardly revised from the previously reported 2.1% gain where forecasts called for it to remain, but below March's 2.7% increase. Sales increased 0.7% after March's favorably adjusted 1.8% advance. Treasuries are lower to lift yields, which have seen choppy action as markets anticipate tighter Fed monetary policy amid the backdrop of persistent inflation and signs of slowing economic growth. As the Fed launches a series of rate hikes to try to cool off inflation, check out Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones's 2022 mid-year outlook, Fixed Income, 
in which she discusses how returns should be better for fixed income investors in the second half of 2022 now that interest rates have reset higher. However, we still expect volatility to remain high as central banks shift away from easy money policies. Be sure to follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. And amid this backdrop, also check out the latest offering from Schwab's Director of Fixed Income, Colin Martin, and Director of Fixed Income Strategy, Cooper Howard, titled, Eight Questions on the Bond Market and Rate Hikes. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was up six basis points at 2.78%, while the yields on the 10-year note and the 30-year bond gained seven basis points to 3.03% and 3.19%, respectively. The only item on tomorrow's economic calendar is initial jobless claims for the week ended June 4th, forecasted to show 206,000 first-time unemployment requests were submitted. In international news on Wednesday, European equities were mostly lower, with the markets appearing a bit skittish ahead of tomorrow's monetary policy decision from the European Central Bank. The European Central Bank's decision will come as some key central banks have tightened monetary policy to combat persisting inflation pressures, causing concerns to ramp up regarding a global recession. Meanwhile, the markets saw pressure after Credit Suisse Group AG, ticker symbol CS, warned that it could see a loss in the second quarter amid the flurry of headwinds facing the global markets, with inflation pressures being exacerbated by the ongoing war in Ukraine. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, offers his 2022 mid-year outlook, global stocks and economy, discussing how economic uncertainty may have peaked in the first half of 2022, but could still contribute to volatility and affect market performance for the remainder of the year. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. In economic news, German industrial production rose by a smaller rate than expected for April, though Eurozone first quarter growth was revised to a larger pace of expansion than initially reported. The euro rose versus the U.S. dollar, and the British pound lost ground. Bond yields in the Eurozone and the U.K. were higher. The U.K. FTSE 100 index was down 0.1%. France's CAC 40 index and Germany's DAX index fell 0.8%. Italy's FTSE MIB index decreased 0.5%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.6% lower, while Spain's IBEX 35 index was little changed. Stocks in Asia were mixed, as the wide number of headwinds remained. But some markets showed resiliency and finished higher after getting a positive lead-in from the late-day recovery in the U.S. markets yesterday. Inflation concerns across the globe remain the main source of uneasiness for the markets and has fostered uncertainty regarding a potential global recession. As a result, monetary policies continue to tighten despite the economic uncertainty, with the Reserve Bank of India raising its benchmark repurchase rate by a larger amount than anticipated. The action follows yesterday's announcement from the Reserve Bank of Australia to boost its key rate more than projected. This week's moves follow recent 50 basis point rate hikes from the U.S. and rate cuts and stimulus measures from China. COVID infections continue to decline in China, allowing restrictions to ease and economic activity to pick back up. 
Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article, Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. In other economic news, Japan's first quarter GDP was revised to a smaller contraction than initially reported, and South Korea's first quarter GDP growth was slightly slower than expected. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 1%, with the yen extending a recent drop versus the U.S. dollar that has come as the Bank of Japan has abstained from joining other central banks in tightening monetary policy. China's Shanghai Composite Index advanced 0.7%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index led the way, rallying 2.2%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index gained 0.4%, while South Korea's Kospi Index was little changed, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index was down 0.4%. In addition to the European Central Bank's monetary policy decision, other items on tomorrow's international economic calendar include employment data from France and consumer confidence from Spain.